Back when smartphones first came out and there was the whole app craze and the phrase, there's an app for that. It was the idea that apps could fix everything. Well, could they fix OCD? Is there an app for OCD? My name's Kate and I'm gonna answer those questions coming up. All you have to do is slide into my DX. It isn't always easy to access care for mental health, especially OCD and finding a therapist that's trained very much specifically in OCD. Add to that the cost of treatment and insurance and figuring all that out, there's a few barriers that come when trying to get treatment. But that's where apps come in. It's estimated that about two thirds of Americans have a smartphone. So there's no reason that they can't increase access to care. And there already are a bunch of apps out for mental health, namely a lot of apps that help with anxiety and you know meditation apps. But those don't always address the specific needs that someone has when needing treatment for OCD. Luckily, there are already a few apps out made specifically to help with the treatment of OCD. Problem is, which ones work? Luckily, there's a nonprofit website by the name of CyberGuide that reviews smartphone applications and other digital mental health tools to help people know which apps are actually good. And they have done a few reviews on apps for OCD. A lot of their criteria comes under, you know, is it research-based? Is it credible information? And that's, you know, that's very good. And they also have uh, user experience ratings. So, you know, whether or not the app, you can navigate it well. And some of the best rated, the most credible apps are GGOC, OCD Relief, and OCD, Anxiety Coach, and Talkspace. Now, Anxiety Coach, though it is from Mayo Clinic, is more focused on specifically anxiety. And Talkspace is more about finding a therapist. So they're both good in their own rights, but uh, this episode is more focused on apps that specifically help with OCD and attempting to treat it within their own self. So the two that I'm going to be talking about are GGOC and NOCD. So the first app is GGOC, and that was the one that was rated with the highest credibility. And when you open it, the first message you get is kind of a welcome from, I guess, the creator, Dr. Guy Doran, says he's a researcher and clinical psychologist, and that the app was based on research knowledge to help improve well-being through short daily training. And the idea with the app is that you go through a bunch of different levels, kind of like little games, and you kind of get to know your disorder and, you know, change your mindset in order to help you face and manage your OCD. Now, I didn't actually use the app, so I can't say whether or not it worked for me, but there have been some studies done on the app specifically that show that it can be effective for OCD. There was a case study done on a 26-year-old woman with severe contamination and washing, cleaning, OCD symptoms, and GGOC was used to help prevent relapse following their CBT treatment. The patient completed about 47 levels dedicated to, you know, OCD, uh, maladaptive beliefs. And it was shown that her YBOCS or Yale Brown obsessive compulsive scale decreased from seven to two. 
Now, this was after she had already done treatment and her original score before treatment was a 33, which is extreme OCD on the scale, which is 32 to 40. So after treatment, it had gone down to seven and then utilizing the app, it had gone down to two. So it was shown not necessarily as a, a mode of treatment, but more so uh, in preventing relapse. And honestly, preventing relapse is fantastic because there's nothing like having severe OCD and then getting treatment and you feel great and then only for the OCD to come back and you know you, you wish things were back to how they had been you know between those two episodes of OCD. Now in looking at the cyber guide review of GGOC there are some other studies mentioned I couldn't find them specifically I did find the case study of the woman but some other studies showed that it, it did, in fact, uh, decrease OCD-related beliefs and symptoms, and um, the effects remained significant when they were eventually followed up. And another study, it showed that, again, significant reduction in OCD symptoms and OCD beliefs. So this app does seem like it can be very effective. The only problem is that you do have to pay for the full app. The original download is free, and you get some levels for free. But you do have to pay to access the full app. This either comes as a one-time payment for Lifetime Unlock of $19.99 or a monthly subscription of $4.99. And you know this might be a turnoff from some people, but you could argue that that one-time payment does hopefully, if, especially in the case of relapse, prevent the need to seek other treatment, which can be very much more expensive. So you know some people may not want to pay and you could argue that this app is, it is more of a relapse prevention. And so, you know, you already have the treatment and it's not necessarily a treatment option for OCD, kind of more of a, just a preventative. So you kind of have to weigh the cost and benefits of the app. Personally, for me, I'm just a stingy person when it comes to apps. I, I don't even know why I can't, I don't like paying even like 99 cents for an app. It's like immediate turnoff. But you know what? That's just me being stingy. Uh, for some people, they might see that, you know what? A one-time payment of $20 is not bad if it means really not having to deal with OCD. But if you still don't want to pay, the other app and OCD is completely free. No in-app purchases. And this one is touted a little bit more as a treatment option. Instead of a relapse prevention, it's touted as a bit more of a an option for treatment, especially, you know, if you might have geographic barriers or financial barriers to receiving treatment specifically for OCD. On the Cyber Guide reviews, it was uh, right below GGOC in terms of credibility and not that much further down, but the user experience was rated as much higher. Again, this app is very much research-based and even some of the people that helped build it have dealt with OCD, even the CEO and founder had his own experience with OCD. And within the app, there is a lot of uh, input by OCD specific therapists, which, you know, it just shows, you know, it's a bit more uh, credible of an app compared to some others. Now on the Cyber Guide website, uh, on the review, there was a study mentioned where in conjunction with therapist guidance, and it was shown that with the integrated treatment, uh, led to a significant reduction in OCD symptoms even uh, two months after treatment completion. 
Now, I couldn't find this exact study um, through the resources that I have, but, you know, I do believe in the validity of CyberGuide and that they're not going to just throw out some random study. So this app can be used as a treatment option, but that is in conjunction with a therapist. And I don't know exactly, since I can't see the study, if it was compared to using treatment alone, um, compared to also just using the app by itself. So it's hard to tell, you know, which, uh, uh, which worked. So whether or not it was the app or whether or not, you know, it was just a really good therapist. Plus, you know, with different people and different OCD and the severity, um, it's hard to know how effective it really was. I will say though that it's not touted as a standalone treatment. It is more of an additional support uh, in conjunction with treatment, but even then some people might use it as standalone. I did find a field test study that found that it could be very much an effective option or an addition to treatment. There hasn't been too much research into the uh, whether or not it really does work uh, within that test. They found that, you know, it did have some nice um, options within it. Um, there's a the community that you can talk to other people that use it. Um, but there were some challenges with setting up and, you know, inflexibility with, you know, the different ways OCD is presented. But they do feel that it has a strong potential to enhance treatment for patients. It just hasn't very much been studied in a controlled manner. And that's that study, that field test was from February of 2020. So this year, I don't know how much studies have been done since then. Now, I did try to use NOCD a little bit um, when, you know, first using the app. It does look very nice. These user experience is pretty good. Um, but when doing the setup and, you know, you uh, identify hierarchies and different uh, triggers and I found that it was a little bit hard to set up like in the test that I you know for me it was a bit hard to use in conjunction with uh, the problems that I have facing with my own OCD so I didn't actually end up using it just because I just didn't feel as though it worked for me and in looking at some of the reviews on the app stores that was the case for you know some other people that they felt like it wasn't um, suited for them but there were also very many reviews stating that it had helped some people with their OCD symptoms. So it is definitely an option of support for many people. One thing within it that I thought was great was that community where you can talk to other people, get uh, messages of support, which is especially great considering that, you know, people don't necessarily talk openly in person about their OCD and sometimes it can feel very isolating. Another thing that was great was that through the app, you can contact an OCD therapist, which is, again, great because, you know, there aren't that many therapists trained specifically with OCD. So there is that geographic barrier that is being removed through the app. So looking ahead in the future, as we come, become a little bit more reliant on technology, apps may become a very useful tool in treating mental health and OCD uh, I still believe it'll probably be in, in conjunction with therapy because, you know, that specific having that external person, the therapist, I believe is very crucial. Um, and then it, it may not always be very helpful for people with severe OCD that you really need one medication that you can't through, get through the app, but also just more in-depth treatment. Just on a little side note of 
you know, apps and all that. One thing that may be a bit of an issue and a barrier is actually the use of the app itself. And that was one, another reason why I didn't really use the app was because for me personally with my OCD, um, I like to keep things, uh, you know, not that scheduled, but, you know, I do things uh, continually. So this happened to me one time with an app, a water minder, where I had to uh, record all the water I drank. So I ended up drinking a lot less water because I always needed to be able to measure it and input it. Um, I had to do it every day and it just caused more anxiety than benefit. And so that's one thing I didn't, reason I didn't use the app was because just I feared that the anxiety would become almost a barrier in itself and just increase the OCD. So that's just one reason why I didn't use it. And, you know, other people might have that problem with OCD. So that's, again, why it's not necessarily an option for everyone. But for some people, it can definitely be an option. that's all for this episode. Hopefully, maybe you found some new resources for helping if you have OCD or, you know, maybe an idea to give someone if you know someone that is dealing with OCD. Next episode, I'm going to be talking about some more resource options, uh, especially mainly outside of therapy uh, for people with OCD. Uh, There's the IOCDF, some different organizations. So be sure to listen in, check those out. Uh, As always, thank you for listening. And thank you for sliding into my DX.